Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, the right tax plan in retirement rates right up there with the right income plan. On today's show, we'll answer some common questions about taxes and in retirement. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric is a fiduciary independent. He's president of Retirement Wealth. And uh, joining us as well, Joseph Lanza. Joseph is part of uh, Retirement Wealth. He's a fiduciary independent as well and uh, always a, a welcome voice. Hi, Joseph. How are you? Great, Steve. How are you? Very well, thanks. And Eric, I, um, y- you know, it's been... It's been a weird week. It's well, every week is weird. I guess I, I, I got to start coming up with something else to say. But uh, you yeah. know, from a market standpoint, where are we? What are we thinking? You know, it, it's crazy. I, I see people that are just getting to their wits end. They, they're just like, I can't take it anymore. And that is typically a very good sign. Um, that's actually a very good sign that things are coming to a bottom because when there's literally people that cannot take it anymore, that's typically where the markets start to turn around. And we saw that. We, you had some very good days last week. Um, and, and you know, I, th- I think the market at some point, it's going to be no different than it was in March of 2020. You know, th- we had a worldwide pandemic. Uh, There were a lot of different things going on March of 2020, but after a little while, the market's like, hey, you know, this is terrible, but we're going to move on. And the market did. And if you were well positioned, you did very well. And so what had happened was um, we paid attention to what was alpha driven, what was equity driven. We paid attention to interest rates back then. Um, we watched our cash positions. We were very strategic. It's no different than, than right now. And we see a lot of new potential clients coming in the door that are making horrible mistakes in their portfolios because everybody wants to run to gold or run into bonds. That's a terrible place to go. And so a lot of people just are trying to do something, but they're actually making their situation even worse. And so again, through the financial plan, the portfolio management and the income plan, we're able to get through this and not make bad decisions. That's the goal. And and are, are people feeling reassured when they talk with you after that? Well, we've had to, again, there's been a lot of hand-holding this year, a lot of reassurances that, look, it's going to be okay. And, you know, people are always calling up us and saying, look, I just need to talk to Eric for five minutes, you know, and we're just trying to walk him off the ledge. And I'll tell you what, I think, I don't, uh, I think that we've done a, a very proactive job at moving some of our clients' money into a cash position and letting the markets fall. And we kind of... We're very proactive in doing that. And now you have a lot of new clients that are coming in whose advisors didn't do anything. And, you know, they're really down in the hole pretty good. So I think our accounts have done well. I'm very proud of them, actually. And we're still on track to meet their income needs. And, you know, in, in all this time, in almost 21 years in this business, I've never had to turn off anyone's income. And we're still not at that point. So the markets have been tumultuous. I think that we still have some volatility ahead. But I still see better days ahead. And I actually think that we're going to have a great year this year. Wow, I like your optimism. I mean, it's because there's so much gloom and doom out there, Eric, as you're well aware. But I love like your optimism in that and I think you look at things very realistically and and just objectively. Well, let's take a look at a few things here. Interest rates, they're only going to go up. 
We're in a huge inflationary period right now. Higher interest rates will get you out of that hole. And so, you know, whether we like it or not, interest rates will go up. When interest rates goes up, bonds go down, which naturally over time inflates the stock market. It always has. And the reason for that is, is that a lot of bond investors are forced out of the bond market and are almost forced to go into equities, even if it's just a simple dividend paying investment. And so people are trying to search for that yield. The other thing is Western Europe may possibly remain uninvestable for a very long time. That means that a lot of those assets can come more on the domestic front and into the domestic markets, and that will also help our markets as well. So you have to understand that right now, some of the best areas to still invest in and some of the biggest money that's going in there is still U.S. big tech and also U.S. healthcare. And so a lot of people see, I don't want to use the word safety, but they see a lot more money going that way. So they're more prone to put more money that way. So I think, you know, as long as you're careful about where you're putting your money, um, that could be a very good investment for you for the rest of the year. And again, the, the, so you're hearing from folks; they're a little concerned, but you, like you said, you're walking them off the uh, walking them off the ledge. So that's a that's a good thing as well. Which again goes back to your optimism, and that, I mean, you've said this really since we started recording, Eric. Is that it, you know, it doesn't matter what's you know, we're still going to get through this, right? And you know, you come up with strategies that that help people that take advantage of a, of an awkward or down situation. It's a constant battle. I mean, you know, think about people that go mountain climbing. They're constantly fighting something else, the the weather, the wind, their equipment, um, their fatigue. Um, there's a lot of things that we're fighting to try to get to the top of that mountain. So we're, we're constantly readjusting things. And people are like, you know, sometimes they ask us, what do you do all day? I'm like, you know, we're either reading the markets or doing a lot of research or talking to clients or planning. I mean, there's a lot of things that we do behind the scenes to keep that, to keep everything going in a for in a positive forward direction. And, you know, it's not always tough because now all of a sudden you have a lot of very emotional people um, that have questions and that's part of the equation. You know, dealing with people's emotions are just a part of the gig. And so again, um, you know, when the markets get tumultuous, we've been very proactive and our clients want to be reminded of that. Sure. Well, I mean, one of the things that we've talked about before, Eric, is that, you know, from a tax standpoint, you know, our tax rates are as good as they've been in years, and they're going to change. Uh, we don't know when, and we don't know how much, but they're going to change, and it's not going to be going down. Yeah, this is actually something Joseph has been working on. So, Joseph, I mean, what are you seeing out there? Well, right now, our current top tax bracket is 37%, mm -hmm. and a lot of people think that that's crazy high. But people also seem to forget that in the 40s, the top tax bracket was 94%. Oh, and goodness. then in, in the 1970s, the top tax bracket was 70%. So now, do I think it's going to go back to that? No, I don't think many analysts think that, you know, it's going to get close to those levels. However, I think we need to understand that with our current tax laws sunsetting in the end of 2025, that we may be in a more unfavorable situation than we are now, and we could take advantage of actually being in a lower tax bracket right now. And that's the idea. The So let me ask you this. Do you see it happening before the uh, the scheduled sunset of 2025? There is a possibility. I mean, you know, no one has a crystal ball for when it could actually happen, but it could happen. They could actually put it through. There's nothing stopping them from putting a new uh, tax law in there, so that way they can change the current brackets. Um, but 
as long as we know when, we, when we're looking at planning, when we're looking at taxes for a planning purpose, we know for a fact that they are going to sunset. So they're going to change and, you know, most likely go up. So it allows us to then take a look at planning and say, okay, what tax planning can we do now to take advantage of that to benefit the client later on in life? Well, that, that comes down to like a Roth conversion or, or there are certainly a number of options out there, but that's one, that's one that comes to mind. Yeah, and the, the other thing that we also have to think about is the national debt. I mean, everybody wants to put that in the very, very, very background and not even think about it. Well, here's the crazy thing. Two years ago, our national debt prior to COVID was $24 trillion. As of yesterday, it's now exceeding $30 trillion. So I think we're up to $241,000 per taxpayer. And so at some point, we've got to pay down that debt. The only thing that our government can do to increase income is to increase taxes. The government doesn't manufacture anything. They don't make anything. They don't do anything like that. They simply tax us. And so taxes are only going to go up. And the national debt is overwhelming when you really take a look at it. And if you're not trying to be responsible and legally save on taxes, that's a huge issue. I mean, we have to stay on top of taxes and reduce those as much as possible. 800-779-1942 is the number that can get you started and get a head start on all of this. And so we're talking about taxes. We're kind of slid into some tax talk. Let's uh, Can we just talk briefly before we run out of time about Social Security and taxes? Because a lot of folks think, ah, no problem. I'm just going to get Social Security and that's that. Well, Social Security benefits are taxable as well. Up to 85% of your Social Security can be taxed depending on what bracket you're in. And a big thing, you know, kind of getting back into what Eric was saying about the national debt. Yeah. You know, Social Security could be a prime target for where yeah. the tax is going to come from to yeah. pay for a lot of that national debt. I don't think that it's going to be getting rid of suspect. However, I think that, you know, it definitely going to be 100% of your Social Security could be taxed in the future and possibly even at a different or higher tax uh, bracket than your regular ordinary income is taxed. Yeah. And real quick, the, the one thing I want to say about that is people are mobile anymore and people are moving from state to state. And when you move state to state, you have to realize if you're moving to a state that has now has state income tax, that's going to affect your situation all over again. So when the kids want mom and dad to move back home so they can take care of them, you really have to think about that tax situation as well. Yeah. Have kids come to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, on that note, why don't we take a quick break? Uh, give us an opportunity to, to get folks on the phone to come on in and, and see you. Whether you currently have an advisor or you have never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we will be giving it to you complimentary, no obligation. 
Hey, that sounds fantastic, Joseph. Folks, do give us a call, 800-779-1942. It's an opportunity for you to sit down and put together a financial roadmap. Uh, you know, things can get complicated. The team can help make them very clear and easy to understand. It's a true, practical financial review. Starts with that phone call, 800-779-1942. You heard Joseph, five callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are right now, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, what does Led Zeppelin have to do with your retirement income plan? We'll see coming up next. We are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carty and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great conversation. We spent some time last hour, or last segment, talking about taxes. We were going to uh, pick up that conversation again. But now I'm very curious. Eric, you talk Led Zeppelin, you talk retirement. How are the two connected? Yeah, you know, the, the funny thing is, Steve, is retirees want to have fun. And that costs money. And, oh, you make a good point. Yeah. And so last week, uh, Led Zeppelin, the tribute band, was in town, and I went to it. And uh, pr probably one of the very best rock shows I've ever seen at Barbara B. Mann. And I'll tell you one thing. Barbara B. Mann Theater in Fort Myers is probably one of our best little gems that we have around here. The shows, the entertainment that they get through that little concert hall is just amazing. And these guys, um, it's a tribute band called Get the Let Out, one of the best rock shows I've ever seen in my life. And these guys were fantastic. And the interesting thing was I was looking around and there were people not only in their 60s, not only in their 70s, but absolutely 100% in their 80s in the front show, and they were having the best time ever. They had their hands in the air, they were taking videos, and they rocked the whole entire time. And so it just, it was so fun to watch them. And one guy said to me, I said, that was a great show. And he said, yeah. He says, you know what? He goes, that took me back to my college days. Wow. And this guy's in his 80s. In his 80s. Oh, and I, I took I took pictures of them. And I'm telling you right now, they were in the front row and they weren't sitting in their chairs. <laughs> so this just goes to show that, you know, people still want to go out and they want to be active and they want to still enjoy pieces of their youth. And, you know, the tribute band, since a lot of the members from Led Zeppelin are now dead. Yeah. Um, but these guys put this together and they travel all throughout the country. And it's just amazing the people that, you know, want to go see them. So a, a lot of times entertainment is another factor that you have to think about in your retirement. People spend money. And so we always have to factor that in. You know, I understand that the desire to to sort of have, you know, relive those moments and, and be able to see, you know, and hear the music that that you grew up with that that influenced your life. Right. But you're right. But but a good retirement plan allows you to do that. A no, a no plan will allow you not to do that. Right. I mean, the, the, the bottom line is, is that when, when people come into us, what is financial planning? It's really about planning out your lifestyle. We're creating a plan to accomplish that. And, you know, your goals, needs and objectives are going to change over time. The plan has to adjust to that all the time. And that's fine. That, that's what life is. Life changes. 
And so, again, we always have to be aware of that. But uh, everybody that was at that concert just having a great time, I give them a lot of credit and kudos to you guys out there. Sure. Well, okay. So let's, uh, I mean, again, but that goes back to what we were talking about, the, the right plan. And one of the things that we have to plan for is taxes and, and tax planning in retirement is one of the things that you really excel at, at, at uh, you know, at Retirement Hello. Wealth. Well, of course, taxes are going to be a huge deal in retirement. They're one part of retirement, just like investments is important, income is important, your health care is important. It's a major factor. And if you're not including those into the plan, then you're really neglecting the plan itself. We know taxes are coming. We know, you know, we can project how much they're going to be. So why are we not doing things now to take strategies in order to, you know, combat those taxes and look forward to paying less down the line? And what's always interesting about that too, Steve, is that when we have a new potential client come in, they're going to be like, my rates of return are terrible. And that's all they can focus on, right? And I'm like, do you have an income plan? They're like, no, but my rates of return are terrible. <laughs> rates of return are important, but it's just like what Joseph said. It's it's one ingredient it's of one that. one piece of the pie. Yeah, it's like when you're building a lasagna and you want to make damn good lasagna, you're going to make sure that all the ingredients are really good. You're buying really good cheese. You're buying different kinds of cheese. You're buying a little bit of this meat, a little bit of this meat, you know, whatever it is, all the ingredients together make an amazing lasagna. But if you only focus on one portion of that lasagna, it's going to be, eh, it's going to be okay. I got your really good beef, but I use some canned sauce. Exactly <laughs> right. There right. you go. So and it's if like. If anybody's Italian out there, you know you can't use any canned sauces. That's you know, true. Don't use jar sauce. <laughs> no self-respected Italian is going to open up a can. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that's what people have to realize is that. You know, I mean, tax planning is one issue. Retirement planning is another income planning, Medicare, health care, all that stuff. It's all the ingredients that go into a financial plan. And maybe people get so overwhelmed that they don't call us. I mean, that that's very possible. Maybe they're just like, I just can't deal with this right now. But I promise you, the sooner that you do, the easier it is. And believe it or not, it's just a simple conversation. Right. And I think people are intimidated sometimes and they're, you know, they're worried about sitting down with you because, you know, they might be embarrassed or they might feel like you're going to judge them. But that uh, couldn't be further from the truth. Right. So I, I had to fly up to North Carolina a few weeks ago and there was a lady on the plane. And I talked about this on last week's radio show, too, because we knew somebody. And, you know, she said the same thing. She's like, I have three accounts all over the place. I just get the statements in the mail. I haven't looked at those thing in years well, how do you know where you stand? Like, what if you're losing a substantial amount of money? What if your money's sitting in a money market account while inflation is through the roof? It's just like, it, the thing that blows me away, Steve, is two 45-minute meetings with her, and it could very possibly change the rest of her life in a good way. And and But people don't understand that, and they just want to keep going on with, with blinders on. I can't do that. And I said on last week's radio show, and I really thought about this after I said that. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that because, and well, I'll tell you what I said. I said, I don't worry about money anymore. And it's not that I don't worry about money, but I keep looking at my financial plan and my income plan, and I'm on track. And a lot of people will say, well, Eric, you're, you're an investment advisor. You better be good with money. Well, that's true. But the thing is, is that I do focus on my my clients and oftentimes I don't focus on myself that's a typical investment advisor but the thing is is that I go through the process with everything that I do and I understand it and I also try to encourage all my employees to do the same which they do as well obviously Don is a certified financial planner but the point is is that you can 
help to delete some of that anguish and some of that worry that you have if you're put through a process and there's not enough people out there that have it. And that's one of the things that really sets you apart as financial advisors go from a lot of the others because you're you're so thorough, because you are a bit of a boutique agency, because you are a bit of a, I don't know, you've got that concierge service. You do things a little bit differently. Yeah, we, we actually communicate with people. Right. I mean, that, you know, the, the phone rings constantly. Would you, would you say, Joseph? Oh, I agree. I experienced it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the phone rings constantly. But the thing is, is that I will never have an answering service and be like, oh, for number one, you know, Eric, you know, for number two, Joseph, for number three, Donna, I can't stand that. And people don't want that either. And so people are tired of 1-800 numbers and not getting any service. And when it comes to your money and your finances, people want answers to their questions. It's that simple. It's really not, it's not a difficult formula to figure this out. People just want to know that they're being heard and that they're actually being serviced. Right. Well, again, so you want answers to questions. I get it. So uh, here's a question for you. Can you contribute to an IRA even after you retire? Yes, you can con uh, still contribute to the IRA, um, even Roth IRAs. It used to be that you could not after 70 and a half. However, um, this is taken away now, and you can actually still contribute to your IRAs or Roths um, as long as you have earned income. And an interesting thing with this is, even if you do not have earned income, but your spouse has earned income, then as long as it's over, you know, let's say you want to contribute $7,000 a piece. Well, if your spouse has earned income of $14,000, then your spouse can contribute $7,000 and you can contribute $7,000 even though you didn't have earned income. So wow. you can use their spousal income and you can keep doing this in retirement. Um, you know, if you, if you really want to keep deferring that account more and more and more and waiting to pull income from that. Sure. Well, and again, what about, uh, all right, so if we want to take money out of our uh, Roth IRA, that then is tax-free. And I know that there's some caveats there that that dictate that, but that basically is it, isn't it? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the main point of the Roth IRA. That's the thing that sets it apart from the traditional IRA, which works in the exact reverse, right? Traditional IRA, you put in money, you get the deduction for the money you put in, but then you have to pay the taxes on the money you take out. With the Roth, it's the other way around. You put money that you already pay taxes on in, and when you get money out of the Roth, you do not have to pay taxes on it. Now, it's important to remember the account must be held for at least five years before you could take the tax-free withdrawals from that. And it must be 59 and a half or older um, to actually pull tax-free from that. So it's important just to remember those little um, caveats there, because if you do not, there could be a 10% uh, early withdrawal penalty. Well, we don't want that, do we? Of course not. <laughs> so, uh, and I know you guys are, uh, you guys fix more annuities than, than you uh, offer, I think, but are, are annuity payments uh, or money that you get income you get from an annuity taxable? So if it's from an IRA, then yes, 100% of it will be. Now, meaning if it's an IRA annuity. If it's a non-qualified annuity, then how this will work is whenever you start to take income from it, however much in gains you have on that annuity is how much each payment will be treated like ordinary income. So to put this in layman's terms, let's say you bought a $100,000 annuity in you know, five years ago. Now that annuity is worth $120,000. So you made 20% on that annuity. Every time you get a payment from them, a monthly withdrawal, 20% of that will be considered ordinary income or taxable income to the government. So if you get $1,000 a month, well, then 200 because 20% of that $1,000 is going to be treated like taxable income to you. 
Okay, well, that, that, that kind of clears that up. And, uh, Joseph, uh, let's go ahead and take a break and invite folks to call, get on your calendar, and, and have these conversations. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you have never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it away to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. And it's a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. And again, if you've never done it before, no time like the present. 800-779-1942. You heard Joseph. Five callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you walk out the door with that roadmap that can help you get to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, there are many kinds of risk when it comes to retirement planning. From longevity risk to healthcare cost risk, when we come back, we'll highlight some of the biggest ones and how to potentially avoid them. And we're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall and uh, having a great conversation. Spent some time talking taxes, uh, talking about the market, and uh, this is something uh, now we're going to talk about risk. Um, you know, yeah, risk. It's what's for dinner, right? Yeah. And, you know, so logically, the older we get, the less risk we should have in our portfolios. But it is, it's a little more complicated than that, and there are a lot more kinds of risk out there. Um, one of them is longevity risk, and that becomes sort of a good news, bad news thing. Yeah, and that's one of the questions that we ask. And, you know, I, I will turn to the wife or the spouse and I'll say, you know, tell me about your longevity in your family. And people are kind of like taken aback and they're like, oh, no one's ever asked us that. Well, that's an important question, you know, and we actually had a woman who we ran her plan up to 100, which is typical. We usually run up to 95 or 100. And she says, I want mine ran to 110. And I was like, okay. And I figured it out. I mean, like her mom was still very healthy, still went to yoga in her 90s. And she's like, you know, I could surpass that. I'm like, you absolutely can. And so, A lot of times longevity risk is there, so you have to factor in inflation, but you also have to factor in healthcare inflation. It doesn't mean that they're sitting in a nursing home, but with bad hips, bad shoulders, there's a lot of surgeries, simple surgeries, non-life-threatening surgeries that get to be expensive. And so we want to make sure that we're covered for those the very uh, best way that we can. Sure. So, um, you know, like the uh, the guys at the concert you were talking about, <laughs> the Led Zeppelin tribute, you know, they've got longevity there. If they're in their 80s and they're up and around and dancing, yeah, there's, there's no end in sight. And it, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I look at these guys and I was like, I mean, it, it really was inspiring. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like they were just having a great time. And if I'm anywhere near their age and I'm still up there, 
then I mean, by all means, that's living life right there because I'm sure they're still smiling from ear to ear. You know, this is a few days ago, but I'm sure sure they're still smiling about that concert. I mean, it was that exciting. So good for those guys. And their ears are probably still ringing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine were ringing for three days. <laughs> That's always the case. Loud. So, um, you know, we talk about financial risk. I mean, again, that can be seen a, a million different ways. Yeah, I mean, the main one that we're looking at is underperformance, right? So with inflation as high as it is right now and taxes included, you know, if you're not performing according to plan or, you know, meeting certain benchmarks that your plan really needs to hit in order to stay successful, that's financial risk. So this could either be, you know, poor decisions with investments, you know, trying to make up for lost time and going way too risky is something that a lot of people fall into, which is really, you know, whatever got you in the hole is most likely not going to get you out of the hole, right? So when you lose money with a risky investment, most of the times getting even more risky trying to, you know, make it back up is not the way to go. Um, But really underperformance is the key to the financial risk. We want to make sure that we have, you know, a good, steady, average rate of return that we can factor into the plan and make sure that 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 number is suitable for your success. And now they're they're looking at studies right now that are looking at people that got pummeled in the stock market in 2008. Those returns, those poor rates of return didn't really affect them for the next five years. It's 12 years later that your returns are now affecting you. Your poor rates of return from 12 years ago are now affecting you. And so they're running in the income plan if you have a horrific year and you don't recover from that, how it's not going to affect you for the next three to five years, you're not going to feel it. It's going to be in 12 years that you really feel it. So I'm just going to say this. When you have solid rates of return for the past three to five years, you can afford to have a bad year. I promise you. And the thing is, is that that's where a lot of times people are like, oh, the stock market. Oh, come on. You've had five great years in the stock market. You can suck up one bad year. You know, I mean, and I don't even think that this is going to be a bad year. But the point is, is that people have to start looking at an average of three and five years. If your three and five year numbers are low, then change your advisor. But if they're great, keep going on the same way because your advisor's obviously doing something right in that three and five year time period to keep the boat afloat. Keep the boat afloat. I like that. The um, So let's get into some sequence of returns risk. This is something that we've talked about many times, and I still think it's mostly misunderstood by people in terms of what that means and what the impact can be depending on, on when you retire. This is critical. I mean, Joseph and I talk about this all the time. Right. When you're looking at accounts, depending on where you're pulling from these accounts is huge. So when you're in up markets and down markets, looking at different types of accounts to pull from, where you actually pull that from can make a huge difference in your overall success in the plan. So a lot of times when people come in, they'll say, okay, I'm just going to use this account to, you know, draw down the whole account until I get to, you know, 65, then I'll switch to this account. And there's not real strategy there. But when you have sequence of returns risk, and this is even gets deeper when you start looking at the interest rate risk that is involved with this, because if you're in things like bonds and interest rate sensitive things, when those start maturing, you are forced to reinvest them at lower expected rates of interest. So exactly what's, you know, what happened 
last year or what's happening right now with interest rates going through the roof, these bond prices going down, and then you know you're forced to mature. And now you have to get out of them, and you get into these new bonds when they're at a lower price and lower interest rate, and you're really in a in a worse situation. So sequence of returns risk really looks at where you're pulling money from in your different types of accounts in your plan. It's going to allow you to forecast and see the strategy that we use for income in retirement. It's a decumulation strategy. And, you know, like what Joseph said, we literally have had new people come in the office and I'm like, you know, what's your income strategy? I have three accounts. I'm going to pull from the first one until that's empty. I'm going to pull from the second one until that's empty. And then I look at them and I'm like, and you're just hoping that the third one's going to last you through retirement? I mean, it just seems silly to me that that's not a strategy. And so through sequence of returns risk, we're literally looking at the most optimal place to pull that income from. It's, it's so important. Well, what you talk about there is, you know, which one, which account you pull from. But and so you could have two people that have the same amount of money saved and say it's five hundred thousand dollars. They could start each with five hundred thousand. But because of sequence of returns, one person is going to run out of money and one person is going to have money left over. Yeah, more than likely. Right. And and it's through that strategy that you're trying to implement. You're being very strategic and proactive about what you're where you're pulling the money from. I mean, you're, you're thinking about longevity and you're thinking about sustainability. I mean, that's really what you're trying to implement into the plan. And again, there's so many moving parts where people are just so focused on rate of return. Again, who cares about rate of return? I mean, that's gonna, your, your portfolio is going to go up or down. Sequence of returns, reducing your taxes, figuring out health care, factoring in inflation. There's, again, so many things out there. And to all the listeners out there, this is important. This is why you want a true financial plan and so many people out there don't have that plan please take two blocks of 45 minutes call someone make an appointment and come in and just have a conversation 800-779-1942 if you'd like to sit down with eric and his team and uh, all right i'm going to jump around here a little bit but i want to talk political risk what does that mean because eric you have said many times it doesn't matter who's in the white house and i believe that because you know, I've lived through a bunch of them, and everything still goes on. So uh, what is political risk? I mean, if somebody's in the White House that isn't towards your political party, the end of the world is coming. Well, yes, of course. In, and and we're, we're torn now. I mean, everybody is 50-50 anymore. You know, everybody's you're either Democrat or Republican, and there's no bipartisan anymore. I mean, we, we are dead set in our ways. And so everyone thinks now that Biden's in that the end of the world is coming and there's no way and, and he wants to absolutely drive, you know, the whole entire world into oblivion. Well, I don't think that's true. I mean, it's not that we're all going to agree with what he agrees with. But, you know, Obama was in and the, the markets did pretty darn well. Um, so, uh, again, I, I just we have to manage money according to the administration, according to the stock market, according to world events, according to interest rates, not according to who's living in the White House at any particular time. You're always going to lose. And there's a lot of people who are out there. I'm sitting in cash. I'm not I'm not I'm not riding through the stock market with this jerk in the White House. But the fact of the matter is, is that you're only going to hurt yourself financially. And that person in the White House is going to be done at some point and they're going to move on. And if you hurt yourself financially, what good did that do? Makes no sense whatsoever. Exactly. Well, I think what we've learned 
really in the last month is world events really impact things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, world, you know, world events, right? Big yeah. events. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it gets to a certain point and they're, you know, the stock market's like, ah, oh, it's too bad. I mean, I hate everything that's happening over in Ukraine and Russia right now. It's terrible. And uh, the rest of the world agrees with it. But it's going to get to a point where the stock market's going to be like, hey, I got to do my thing. And they're, it's going to start walking away and the market's going to recover. Just like in March of 2020. Just the market like that. Just disconnected from the economy. Right. It becomes desensitized to horrible events. And, you know, again, it does what it does. And if there's money going into it from other areas, it's naturally going to go up. I mean, that's what the market does. And so, I mean, like I said, when it comes to political awareness, you're going to lose every single time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's great stuff. And uh, boy, we're out of time already. Holy cow. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call again and, and we'll come back and continue the conversation. Whether you currently have an advisor or you have never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it away to you complimentary with no obligation. Hey, that sounds like a great idea, folks. Don't procrastinate. It is now or never. 800-779-1942. That is the number you can call to get things started. It's a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. And you're going to get that comprehensive review with no cost, no obligation. You're going to find out where you are today. But more importantly, you will find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. So in short, you got nothing to lose. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. When we come back on WealthWorks Radio, it's that time. Questions from you and answers from me. Stay tuned. And we are back. One more segment on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. We've uh, and again, I know Eric. This is one of your favorite parts: is the the questions because they do sort of. It's not that they're. They do sort of challenge you, but I do think it gives us an idea of what people are thinking when they're listening to the show or after they've heard a show, they've got a thought, and, and they've got these kinds of questions, which is really good. Yeah, I mean, there's some good questions that come in, and I mean, there's some s silly questions that come in that we just kind of get rid of, but <laughs> you can see how people are really thinking about their questions when they write these, and they and they write these in. So, again, um, you can uh, always email us, rwa capecoral at gmail.com. Okay. 800-779-1942 uh, is the phone number as well. And, uh, oh, by the way, the website that uh, you should visit is called ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. It's a great website. You guys do a great job. Yeah, we try to keep that updated. Um, Joseph is actually um, doing a great job with that. And, you know, we've, we just want to get out good information. There's a lot of people that are struggling with retirement. They Again, they get over overwhelmed. I think when they go to our website, they're just trying to 
take a look at that. They're trying to get to know us a little bit before they give us a call. But um, we have a lot of downloads to our retirement income guide. So that's great. Um, and also our portfolio recovery strategy. People have looked at that book as well. I mean, so when people get you know tossed around in the stock market, they want some answers. They want some direction. And I really think that that's why we've been so busy with new clients and a lot of referrals this year is just because people are looking for a better direction. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's jump into some of these questions here while we've still got time. Sure. Pamela is up first uh, in Naples, and she says, I'm a physician with my own practice and four employees. Right now, I have a SEP plan that I'm contributing to, but I've been told that a defined benefit plan would be better. Can you explain to me how these work and whether or not you would recommend it for someone like me? So a defined benefit plan is different from a defined contribution plan. So these are like the main two retirement plans that you have. So a defined contribution plan is something like a 401k or a set plan that the employee is able to contribute to as well. And they're taking on some of the risk because they can be choosing the investments that they're in. Now, a defined benefit plan is more or less a fancy financial word for something like a pension. So basically the employer puts all the money in, the employee is not putting any money in, and they're in charge to make sure that the investment performance is good enough in order to pay out that pension each year to the employees. So, you know, you could put a lot more money into a defined benefit plan, the pension plan, than you can a defined contribution. However, there's much more risk on the owner. Now, this is really good for physicians or any business owner that is looking to put anywhere from a hundred to $150,000 a year away in contributions. You could put a lot more in. However, it's more costly to set up, but good fact is that you could possibly fit a 20 years of retirement contributions into 10 because of how much you could put in each year. So more risk on owner, costly to set up, but it can benefit you if you know you have smaller number of employees because you're going to put, be putting away a lot more money a year um, with the defined benefit plan. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Pamela, if you want to know some more, give us a call. It's 800-779-1942. Uh, Dan is in Cape Coral, and he is one Wondering, uh, he says, two years ago, when I turned 59 and a half, I rolled over a portion of my 401k to an IRA account. I recently retired, and my remaining 401k account has gained favorably compared to my rollover account. I don't plan to tap either of them until a year later. Should I leave my 401k account and roll it over later, or are there better options to invest? Is It's valued at about 220000 You better see what you're invested in when you rolled it over, because something's not working there. <laughs> yeah, it's invested okay. at all. Yeah. Because I think something that happens is a lot of people say, hey, I have a Roth IRA, or I have an IRA that I opened up. And I say, okay, what's it invested in? And they go, an IRA. Yeah, and I yeah, said, okay, true. but what is it invested in? Right. And it's the IRA is just the account. You know, the rollover is just the account. You have to choose the investments that are inside the account. Right. The last thing, I, the only thing I can say about this is, in your four hundred one k, you are handcuffed to very few choices, more than likely. And so when you roll it over, it's unlimited choices. So you really have to take a look at the asset allocation. Something is not working with that rollover. And uh, I would again, it's just, you know, everybody's worried about rate of return. Think about your taxes. Think about your income. How are you going to drive income from this? There's so many other factors to this, but yet we hyper-focus on a few things. But again, Dan, get an income plan. It's so simple. Call us, get in here, get an income plan. It, it actually answers a lot of questions that people have, and it's so simple to do. 
Sure. Okay. Well, again, I like how you make things simple uh, because it, this can be a very complicated process, can it? Well, I, th I think it doesn't in, have in a to lot be, of, I guess. It doesn't have to be, but in a lot of people's heads, it's overwhelming and I got to bring in all this paperwork, blah, blah, blah. But I'll tell you what, once it's set up, it's set up and it's all done. The foundation has been built. It's It just gets easier from there. Okay. Perfect. 800-779-1942. Dan, if you want to learn a little bit more, Bill has uh, written us from Punta Gorda, and uh, he says, I'm 55 years old. I've been with the same company about 15 years, and I've always had a 401k, and I am taking advantage of the match. Well, now the company is offering a Roth 401k. Should I be contributing to it as well? Are there any disadvantages? Oh, with a Roth 401k, the money that you put towards it is not going to be deducted from your income. And because you have a match, the employer's match uh, legally cannot go into the Roth 401k. They can only go into the regular portion of the 401k. So it's. I think you should definitely start switching now. Um, although you have been with them for 15 years, you probably built up a good amount of money with a regular 401k. However, you, if you switch now, you can start building up that tax-free portion of your retirement and just give you another bucket and strategy to pull from in retirement. So there really aren't any disadvantages? No. I mean, the, the, the main disadvantage, I think, for people is that you're not going to be getting the the uh, deduction on your taxes because a lot of people like that with the 401k um, mm -hmm. with their work because they can invest higher amounts if you're over 50 you could be putting in $27,000 a year and that's the same for the Roth however you're not going to be getting that deduction um, and there's also the you know like we talked about earlier on the show the five-year rule with the Roth for waiting to pull out those distributions without the 10% penalty. Sure. All right. Well, uh, Bill, again, if you're interested, 800-779-1942. Uh, we've got time for another one here. Let's go to Howard in uh, Boca Grande. Did I say that right? Yeah, Boca oh, Grande. Great, Boca Grande. great place. Sounds like a nice place. Uh, and so Howard's wondering, should I keep a target date fund in my Roth IRA and start investing in other types of funds? Or should I sell the amount I have in my Roth IRA so that I will not be investing in the same thing twice? Well, number one, the purpose, you, you have to figure out the purpose of that Roth IRA. Are you looking for future income? Are you looking to defer it until you get into a heavy tax situation? Or are you looking to pass that on? You have to figure out the purpose before you figure out the placement of the investment. The problem with target date funds is the demise of the 60-40 portfolio has been coming for a long time. And it's here. I mean, it's finally here. Interest rates are wreaking havoc in these target date funds, and people don't know any better. They just don't understand. And so, again, um, there's no attraction to these whatsoever because the 40% of that portfolio that was supposed to be some kind of ballast is now falling apart and actually providing negative rates of return, especially as interest rates go up. So you've got to be very careful of these target date funds, and they can actually be, uh, I would say, more tumultuous in your portfolio get a real portfolio built for yourself and, and again understand what the purpose of that Roth IRA is really good to think about that Eric too and and I mean we've had lengthy discussions about target date funds and and how they they you know if you're younger they probably are easy to you know and it makes sense but the older you get the less apt you are to uh, really take advantage of them yeah absolutely they're just I think they're, um, it's a false sense of security. People are like, okay, I got it in there. They're going to manage it. 
People always assume that a mutual fund is going to manage your money. They are not. These mutual fund companies, whether it's T. Rowe Price, Vanguard, Fidelity, they are specifically building portfolios. If you choose it, you're going to go in that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they understand your situation. That's the disconnect between the investor and the mutual fund company. Sure. All right. Well, again, uh, we are once again up against the clock. This has been a fun show, guys. I, I really think we covered a lot of ground and, and uh, put some good stuff out there. I agree, Steve. So let's go ahead and invite folks to call one more time. Sounds good. Whether you currently have an advisor or you have never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we will be giving it away to you complimentary with no obligation. Fantastic. This is the last opportunity today to give us a call and get on the calendar. It's 800-779-1942. Get that financial roadmap put together. Uh, take advantage of a practical financial review, especially if you're looking for that second opinion. Yes. Five callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described, plus all the extras, and there's no cost, there's no obligation, you will then walk out the door with a roadmap that can help guide you to help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. And again, uh, Joseph, always a pleasure. Eric, uh, always fun to have you here. One of my favorite hours of the week. Steve, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all the positive feedback. Remember, you only retire once, so let's get it right the first time. Stay positive, test negative, have a great week, and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 